Hello and welcome to Social Media Ministries. My name is Spencer Kaufman. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If this is your first time with us, thank you for being here. Uh, check out the buttons below to subscribe and hit the bell icon to be notified of new videos when we post them each and every week. Uh, if you're a returning visitor, thanks so much for your uh, continued viewing. Uh, hopefully you can use those share icons below to share this video on your social media networks because after all that is our mission. We are using social media to spread the living word of Christ to as many people as possible and also to help them understand and interpret the scriptures in the Bible. So help us complete our mission uh, by using those share icons. We would really appreciate that. So thank you for being willing to share this with others. Today we have a very powerful message uh, that can wake up a couple of people or a few people or hopefully a lot of people. It's about how giving and tithing and um, what amount you need to be doing in order to be uh, following what God commands in the Bible. So let's start out. We're going to take a look at this. If you have your Bibles, uh, please turn with me to Proverbs 3.9. Now, if you don't have your Bible, uh, don't worry, because I'm going to read it to you. In addition, the references uh, will be referenced down below. So the verses will be referenced down below in the description. You can click on that and come back at any time, look them up, uh, use them to discuss with your friends, etc. So come back, and it's through repetition. You'll start to internalize it and then hopefully externalize it and share it with others. So let's go, Proverbs 3.9. It says, Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. What does that mean? Honor the Lord with your wealth. Now, Lord is capital. So L-O-R-D, all letters, which means Yahweh. So honor him with your wealth, the first fruits of all of your crops. Now, you don't grow crops. I mean, you might. You might have a garden or something. But it's not, uh, unless you're a farmer, then you have a big crop. And then what are you supposed to do? Take 15% uh, or 10% or 3%. Uh, we'll come to that amount later. But take some amount to the church and say, here you go, here are 20 bushels of corn. They, they probably don't know what to do with that. Or, I mean, they could figure it out, but that's not what they need or that's not what they want. We're in modern times and things have changed uh, since this was written. In, in the Bible times, people grew, they, they harvested, they had trades, they had professions, and that's what they did to make. So that's why it says honor with the first fruits of all your crops specifically. However, today, we can apply that to wealth. Just like here it says, honor the Lord with your wealth, the first fruits of all your crops. You can substitute that word crops with whatever it is you're doing today. The, the most widely and universal exchanged item today is money. So whatever the currency is in your area, that is what you should be honoring the Lord with. Now, God doesn't want your money. God doesn't need your money. Okay, he has everything. He created all of this. He could snap his fingers and millions of, of dollars would, would come or pile up. He could pull all the gold out of the earth in an instant and be richest. The, I mean, he could have everything in, in an instant. He has it all already. So he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it from you. 
So that's not the point here. It's not that you're giving to him what he needs or what he desires or wants. And the church, churches for the most part, they've got enough people coming in. They've got enough people donating. They're going to have money. So it's not like they really need your money either. You know, I mean, even us, social media ministries, we have very, very little money coming in, but we're still able to put out content. Why? Because our overhead is super low. This space, donated. The, the things we use, camera, microphone, we're using it on loan from other places. So we can still do this without a lot of money. Yes, we would love to have some operating budget, but that's not the point. Is These places, they don't truly need your money. So what is the point of honoring the Lord with your wealth? What is the point of giving this this uh, tithe to other places, to the church or to ministries? It's for you. It's for you. So you are to give God the first of all your wealth. Now this is the part where I say that it's going to wake up a few people. Because you might say, yeah, you know what? I got, I got money coming out of my check automatically going to the church. Or, you know, I drop money in the plate every week or I donate online or however you do it. But it's the first of your wealth. So you earn money. The money that you earn, what is it from? It's from your job. What did you do to get that job? You used your skills, your knowledge. You've been trained. You're very good at your job. You do your work. You work hard. All of that was given to you from God. He enabled you with the ability to do the work you do and to work hard and hopefully be happy in what you're doing with your work. So God gave you all of that. Now, as a part of saying thank you, you're honoring God with the money that he has provided you. So how much? How much do you give him? If it's all his anyway, should you just give it all back? Well, yes, but you got to live too. You got to live and operate in this world while you're here on special assignment. Remember, we are not of this world. So how much? How much does God say, hey, you should give this amount in order to thank me for everything I'm giving you? So we're going to turn to Deuteronomy 14.22. Be sure to set aside a tenth of all that your fields produce each year. A tenth. So, you are to give God one-tenth of all your income. That's 10%. So, if you make $100,000 a year, 10 grand. You make $50,000 a year, 5 grand. That money, you're supposed to set aside and give it to God. Now, what is giving it to God? Do you... Put it on an altar and hope he sends fire from heaven and burns up your money? No, there, things have changed. I mean, in the past, yes, they would take it to where? Altars, offer sacrifices. Then they brought it to the temple and the priests and elders took care of it for them. And nowadays, it's, it's very similar. You bring it to the house of God or to the ministries you support. Now, uh, we'll come to this another time, but tithing and giving are two very different things. Tithing is what we're talking about here. It's the first 10% to God. Your giving can be is above and beyond the tithe. So if you say, well, uh, I'm going to get new furniture in our house. I'll donate all the old furniture rather than selling it. That's worth about a thousand bucks. So I make 50 grand a year. So now I only have to give out 4,000. No. 
That's giving. Tithing is the first 10% of all your income, and that goes directly to the house of God. So the tenth is to come off the top of your pay. The first thing you do is honor God with your wealth. So you get your, your, your paycheck, and let's say it's $1,000 for the month or the week or however much you make. It's 1000 bucks. You take that cash, okay? It, it could be electronically deposited. Maybe you, you're getting paid in crypto. I don't know how it works for you nowadays, but you get the $1,000. It's in uh, your account, whether it's numbers on your phone, whether it's cash in your hand, it's a physical paycheck. However it works, however you get it, you have the $1,000. Now, you take the cash or you take the money, you give $500 to your mortgage company. Okay? 200 bucks goes to groceries, 100 bucks goes for your car payment, 100 bucks goes to the church. All right, so you gave 100 out of that 1,000 to the church. But there's a problem there. Because, yes, okay, the 100 is 10%. But you gave that 10% out of the bottom of your check. The first 10% was a part of that 500 that went to the mortgage company. So what did you do? You gave God's money to the mortgage company. You gave God's 10% to the mortgage company. Now you may say, okay, okay, does it really matter? I gave 100 bucks out of my check to the church, to God. I did what it is. I honored the Lord with my wealth. I tithed the 10%. Is it really going to make a big difference whether that was the first thing I did or the last thing I did? The answer is yes. It does make a difference. Now, it may not make a difference to the church or to anywhere else or maybe even to you because you say, I still did it. But it makes a difference because it's what's coming from your heart. If you get your money and the first thing you think of is, okay, I got to give 10% of this to God and you write out that check, or you punch up the, the online giving, or you send a text message, or whatever you do, the first thing you do when you get paid is thinking of giving it back to God. That's in your heart. If, on the other hand, the first thing you do when you get paid is, all right, I got paid. It's time for me to go out to eat and celebrate. It's time for me to go buy that item that I've been wanting. It's, I got to upgrade my this, or I want to do this. And then at the end of your check, you're like, oh, wait a minute, I got to give a hundred bucks to the church. Then it's an afterthought. God wants you to be fully devoted to him. Fully devoted to him does not mean that thanking him for all of your wealth and bringing money back to him is an afterthought. It needs to be your first thought. The first fruits of all your crops Proverbs 3.9 is very clear when it says that. You must give first to God, then to everybody else. Yes, of course you need to pay the mortgage company, and of course you need to pay your car payment. All of these things are given to you from God. He wants you to have them. He wants you to have a very, very blessed and rich life. He doesn't want you to be poor. So honor God with what he's giving you. And then do whatever you want with the rest. Save it, spend it, squander it, whatever you do. I mean, not really squander it because you need to be a good steward of what God is giving you. But if honor God first. So there's no exception. Out of every paycheck, you need to give first to God and then everyone else after that. 
So when you get your, your direct deposit into your account and you say, all right, it was 1100 okay, 110 that check needs to be written out. And now I understand that in today's world, everything is going into the bank account and you might have some stuff automatically, maybe the utility bill pulls uh, before you end up getting that money to the, the church or maybe your insurance payment comes out, something like that happens. That's understandable. But it's your thought, it's your intention, it's your heart. If the first thing you do is think of giving that money to God, even if it's simply writing a sticky note down after you get your paycheck and you put the amount of what you're going to do, you've decided it. That money is committed. Now whether it's left your bank account or not, you committed that money first. And that's what it is. It's what's in your heart. Are you committing first to God and then to everything else? Or are you thinking about paying everything else and then remembering to give to God later? It's what's in your heart. That's what matters. God sees the heart. So let's check out what, what will happen. You know, does it really matter? And I say yes because it's what's in your heart. And that's what the Bible says. But, but why? Why does it matter that you give first to God even if you are still giving 10%, but you're doing it later. Why does this matter? You could say at the end of the year, all right, on December 30th, every single year, I look at my, my income statement for the whole year and I just write out a big check to God at the end. Does it really matter if you do it first or later is, is the point that you're giving. Why does it matter? Here's why. We're going to turn to Malachi 3, 6 to 12. Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, and I'm going to read it all, all the way to 12. So it's six verses. Follow along or listen with me, okay? The, the caption is robbing God, all right? And we're going to read it, and then I'm going to break it down for you because there are a few points that are very, very solid here that you got to remember. All right, I, the Lord, do not change. So you, O descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. Ever since the time of your forefathers, you have turned away from my decrees and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. But you ask, how are we to return? Will a man rob God? Yet you rob me. But you ask, how do we rob you? In tithes and offerings. You are under a curse, the whole nation, because you are robbing me. Bring the whole tithe to the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you will not have room enough for it. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops, and the vines in your fields will not cast their fruit, says the Lord Almighty. Then the nations will call you blessed. For yours will be a delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. Okay. Do you, that's a lot. We're going to break it down. First of all, the Lord does not change. So that means 2,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago, today, tomorrow, 1,000 years from now, it's still the same. God wants your wealth first. Next. Return to God. How do you do that? Tithes and offerings. Right now, you're under a curse. The nation is under a curse. Why? 
because we are not giving God a thank you, remembering him in our hearts first with everything he is blessing us with. You do this and what's going to happen? Well, the curse is going to be lifted. And what, what does that look like? The whole nation. Imagine this. If the whole nation started giving to God first, out of their heart, committing the first 10% of their wealth, this is what would happen. Test me in this, God says. You're to put him to the test in this, in this. See if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven. Okay, floodgates. That's like if you have a dam, think of the Hoover Dam, and all of a sudden that whole dam cracked, how much would gush out of there and what would it do? There would be so much water coming forward, coming out, that things would be destroyed, leveled. There would be so much, there's no room for all that water to go. Think of this, God opening the floodgates of heaven and there was so much blessing that you would not have room enough to store it all. Not just you personally, but the whole nation not having room for all of this blessing. What would happen with that? If there is not room in, in America for all of this blessing, that blessing is going to pour out to surrounding countries, to other nations, and it could truly be great again. Now, what, what does this mean then? I will prevent pests from devouring your crops. So things, again, remember, the first of all your crops, we maybe don't grow crops today, so pests from devouring crops, that was a big deterrent. What would it be today? Theft, natural disasters, any of that kind of stuff. So your household will be kept safe. What else? The vines in the fields will not cast their fruit. Now that means it, it's not going to just like throw them on the ground or drop it. So the fruit will stay on the vine until it's time to be harvested. You will be able to collect a, a big harvest. So that also means that what, what, for, today, <coughs> for today, that you will be able to work hard and be rewarded for your work, even more so than you already not, are now. So, in summation, what is it? God doesn't change Right now, if you're not giving the first 10%, you're not committing that first 10% to God, you're robbing God. God is not a person to rob. So that means you're under a curse. You have put yourself under that curse. God did not curse you. You have entered into that curse willingly. Get yourself out. Come back to God. Commit to him the first 10% from your heart and test him. See what he does when you commit and start doing that. There will be so much blessing in your life that you will not have room to store it. This is very powerful. Share this and change other people's lives as well. Get your whole family on the program of changing their hearts to commit to God first. Give that money back to God. It's all his anyway. He gave it to you. You're here taking care of it. Give it back and see how your life changes. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this excellent, life-changing message today. It truly does have the power to change lives, and I pray that each and every one out there listening would take this to heart, that they would uh, start changing their mind and their heart 
to remember that each and every time they get that paycheck, that they need to commit that first 10% to you. Whether it's writing it down on a sticky note, writing a check out right away, uh, sending the money electronically that instant, whatever it may be, that as soon as they know how much they're getting paid, they commit to you first and honor you with the first fruits of their wealth. And Lord, I ask that when they do that, you, you bless them abundantly. Throw open those floodgates of heaven on their lives. Bless them so much that they don't have any room for all of the blessing, that they have no choice but to continue to share it with others so abundantly that each and every person in their life would see that and start changing as well. And that together we would become a blessed nation of true believers in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really, really do hope that you take this message to heart and that you make the change and that you inspire others to make the change as well. And if you need to share this with them, feel free to do so. If you need any, any uh, guidance or support, comment below because this is truly a life-changing message while we're here on earth. So let's do it. Let's put God to the test in this. Tithe, thank him. Remember, it's all his anyway. And see how much more your life can be blessed. God bless.